Eagles Entertainment. Welcome, Eagles everywhere, to the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro with you. I'm sitting here in my office at the NovaCare Complex on this Tuesday morning as the Eagles get ready for another opportunity to play, for practice anyway, the New England Patriots. First day was excellent. You know, we're, where are we in training camp? We're one practice, one preseason game in. Good performance from the first half Eagles as they left the field leading the Pittsburgh Steelers. Not so good a performance by the second half Eagles. Philadelphia ultimately losing that game 24-16. No injuries, that's the big news. Jalen Hurts looked good. Joe Flacco looked good. Big play from Quez Watkins. The starting defense getting off the field. Good stuff there. And now we turn the page. The Patriots came to town on Monday. Eagles, I think, for sure win that day on Monday. We'll see what happens today. And then we look at Thursday's preseason game number two with the Patriots. And then the Eagles go on the road in the preseason. So (laughs) three days up in New York. Actually, four days. They'll practice against the Jets in central North North Central Jersey Monday, Tuesday, and then a walkthrough on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, it's the Eagles and the Jets, the preseason finale. Rosters cut down to 53 on August 31st, so it is not far away at all for the Eagles. And you can start to see the separation. I mean, there are certain positions, absolutely. Running back, and the, we're going to feature running back very, very significantly on the show today. Two of our guests, the veteran Jordan Howard, who is in just great shape, the best shape of his football life, and the rookie, Kenny G. Smooth Kenny G. Kenny Gainwell. Talk to him, because that kid is a baller. And he can catch the football, he runs the football more physically than you think. So I just think he's going to be a big part of things. So I go, Miles Sanders... Looks really good here. Boston Scott, we know what he can do. He's been very, very solid in this camp. Jordan Howard in the best shape of his life. Kenny Gainwell. Then you've got, of course, Jason Huntley, Elijah Holyfield. Tough injury suffered by Kerryon Johnson. He's week to week with a knee injury. He has to stay healthy. So um, we kind of see things starting to separate there. You know, you see it around around the roster. Players stepping up and taking advantage of opportunities. So speaking of taking advantage of opportunities in today's Eagles Insider Podcast, we will talk with Howard. We will talk with Gainwell. We'll visit with former Eagle John Dornbos, who's back in town for a special show on Friday night in Atlantic City. Let's begin the podcast with a really great story. Now, Tyree Johnson, once upon a time, not that long ago, one of the best young kind of college quarterbacks, right? University of Buffalo, player of the year in the MAC, went to the... Uh, senior bowl after his junior year was the South MVP loaded roster filled with NFL quarterbacks to be Daniel Jones, Drew Locke among them, Gardner Minshew Will Greer Jared Stidham, I mean just it, the list. there's a long list and then there was from the University of Buffalo Tyree Jackson Tyree Jackson now with the Philadelphia Eagles as a tight end? How did this happen? Well not only is he a tight end, but he's here and he's getting better every day and he's trying to make a run of things. So let's start our Eagles Insider Podcast with a visit. Eagles tight end, Tyree Jackson. We welcome you to the NovaCare Complex, our continuing coverage of the Philadelphia Eagles 2021 training camp. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro. 
along with tight end Tyree Jackson, um, a young fella here in the first first time here in Novacare. Uh, how's we got such a great stuff. We got a lot to talk about. It's, you know, we all are trying to go through COVID. You go, new year, new me. It's all going through COVID. We're trying to become better. You go from quarterback to tight end. All right. So um, let's first talk about you as a quarterback. Uh, what, how, would you, how would you scout yourself? Uh, I would say, you know, I, I kind of got in trouble because I'd force the ball down the field. But, you know, with that would come big explosive plays and, you know, cool throws and those things. So I'd say I was uh, exciting to watch that quarterback. Six foot seven inches. Was there a role model in your life that you looked at? Yeah, I was actually just saying uh, the other day when I was growing up, I, I, I looked up to Joe Flacco, you know, watching him play, him going to Delaware, a small school. So that was a guy I kind of looked up to and, you know, idolized and, and thought was, you know, a path that I wanted to go down. Was your game a, a, a in-the-pocket kind of game, or were you a multiple guy? I was multiple. You know, I scrambled and, and you know, had some zone read stuff as well. You know, Tyree, you went all the way. I mean, great career at University of Buffalo, a MAC Player of the Year, bowl game. You go to the Senior Bowl, and you're playing with, wait, uh, Daniel Jones, uh, Drew Locke, Jarrett Stidham, uh, Gardner Minshew, um, Wilger, Wilger, all these guys who are in the NFL and right now at quarterback, and you were the South MVP of the game. Were you thinking, hey man, this is I'm going to be all right? I, I just competed with the big boys. Yeah, you know it was definitely an awesome opportunity to go to the Senior Bowl and do those things and compete with those quarterbacks. Uh, the thing about me, I just always am and looking to compete and always looking forward to compete. Um, so that's, that's all that I went through in that setting. And yes, I was definitely excited leaving the senior bowl. And now you are a tight end. Please tell us all how this has happened. Uh, it's been awesome. You know, I was talking to my agent, uh, my college coach, coach Leipold, and you know, it was last season and I, I just loved the game so much. And I really just wanted to get out there and I was at home and, you know, I was like, all right, I think it's, it's time to make the switch. I knew there were some teams that were interested and, you know, we did it and, and now we're here and, just trying to get better day by day. Have you called all of your former tight ends throughout your career and apologized to them for, hey, I re didn't realize that my pass got up on you so fast? Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's funny. The first day I, I switched and was running routes, I was like, guys, you know, I'm sorry. All those times <laughs> I overthrew you and told you to come back and run it again, yeah, I'm sorry because that's <laughs> tough and that's tiring. So how do you learn? So you, you're the one who told the Eagles that, you know, you requested a, a position change, correct? Yeah, so I think, um, you know, I had a few workouts before the Eagles, and, you know, it was just kind of a known thing that I was making the, the transition and they reached out for a workout and we just got it done. Why do you think they signed you? Like, what do you think as somebody who never played the position, as you look back on it, was it because you were just a great athlete or had you to that point kind of gotten the basics down? Yeah, so I was in Buffalo training with uh, the receiver coach I used, Naaman Roosevelt, just working on routes every day, uh, grinding. So I think when I showed up, you know, I showed the – that I could, you know, possibly do those things. Now, of course, I have to get better at a lot of stuff. And every day I come out to practice, there's a lot of stuff to improve on. But, um, you know, I think they just kind of had faith in me and, and, you know, gave me an opportunity. And I'm very thankful. What is so hard about playing tight end? I think that you do everything. You know, you have to pass protect. You have to run block. You run routes. Uh, you play special teams. So you have to do everything. And, you know, it's been awesome. And like I like I said, having guys like Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, Richard Rodgers in the room, just being able to learn from them. They've been around the game so much and very talented. It's been awesome. If you were to take film of you back in the spring and you now and just side by side, would there be a huge difference in just your precision now? Uh, I would say, yeah, I've gotten better. And, you know, I have a great tight end coach with Coach Michael. He's He's done it before with guys transitioning from a different position. And he's helped me so much with the little nuances of the game and just continue to improve. 
So I'm very thankful to be in a situation with a tight end coach like that. Was preseason opener a jump in terms of just the intensity, physicality, tempo, than from what you've been doing out here? I would say, you know, our defense is so talented that you have such, you know, you're going against such high-level players every day in practice. But once you get out there in a live setting, tackling, you know, everything's the flow of the game, it's definitely different than practice. But, you know, the guys on our team are so talented that we get to go against every day, and it's, it's definitely uh, a blessing to get prepared by them. Tyree, do you consider yourself an experiment? No, I, I, I don't really know what that, uh, what, that, what that means as far as experiment. But I feel like, personally, I just look at it as, you know, I have a great opportunity ahead of me to play tight end, learn from great players, you know, have a great coach, and, and continue to get better. So I'm just uh, day by day, and I'm excited for, you know, the potential of what could happen. I would imagine that you, as much as anybody else here, are in the book nonstop when you're on the field. I mean, when you're off the field, like it's, there's, like, no fun going on in your life right now. <laughs> you know, you got to definitely, you know, uh, not make it monotonous where you're, you know, in it all, all time, 24-7, you got to have fun with your teammates. You know, we have a basketball hoop in the team room, so we go in there and shoot around and stuff like that. But definitely, it's, it's camp, and, you know, you're here for one reason, and that's to improve every day and get better. And tell me a little bit about why Zach is a great tight end and why Dallas is a great tight end. And they're two a little bit different, you know, in the style of play that they have. I would say they both can do, you know, do it all. They can both block and catch. You know, Dallas is... He's very physical in the run game, and he moves guys, and that's someone that I've really leaned on as far as the run game. But the thing about Dallas is you saw it in the preseason game. He runs great routes. He plays big. If there's a guy draped on him, he makes the contested catches, and he's been an open book as well as Zach. And then with Zach, I mean, you saw what he's done his whole career. He's, you know, set records receiving. So any chance you get to watch Zach Ertz run routes, you can definitely learn something. And then in the run game as well, little nuances and tricks that he's learned since he's been around so much. But, yeah, those two guys have been, you know, awesome to lean on. And the great thing about it is they've been open book to me. Awesome. Do you feel like you're further ahead as a receiver or as a blocker, or do you feel like it's all coming together yeah. pretty pretty much the same time? I would say that Coach Michael has done a great job of helping me in the run game and helping me, you know, in pass protection and those things. So I'd say day by day I'm just improving in both of those areas and, you know, just trying to trying to be a complete tight end, not just a, a receiver or a blocker. I mean, you, Greg Ward, like there's the uh, the possibilities are endless in the in the trick play department here. <laughs> yeah, right now I just got to focus on getting better each day. I know uh, G Ward can still sling it though. I've seen him out there throwing the ball, so you know that's that that's that is awesome. Awesome. Well, listen, I keep up the good work. Uh, keep getting better. It must be a, a fun. You're not letting the pressure beat you down at all right no, you got the big a, smile on your face you look great it's a great opportunity you know any any day you get to go out there and play football is a blessing you know I, I didn't get to play last year so every day I'm out here I'm so happy and just enjoying it and, and just you know trying to improve any family coming around to, to watching the preseason yeah my my parents were at the first game as well as my brother and then uh we'll see for the next two uh but yeah my family got to come to the first game and they were they were excited they get to see you make a play yeah they're excited you know they're always gonna coach me up i come from a don't cover up the tight end or don't cover up the wide receiver <laughs> i come from a, a really a really good family as far as they're always gonna coach you up and Never let your head get big, and even if you, even if your head isn't going to get big, they're still going to tell you what you need to hear, yeah, so I it. love it. Well, this game doesn't let anybody's head get no. big, because the next day, you're just going to beat yeah. back down into the ground. Oh, Good yeah. stuff. Tyree Jackson, thank you so much for joining me. Good luck in preseason game number two. The Patriots coming to town. Should be a good time. Eagles insider Dave Spadaro, thanks for joining, everyone. All right, we move from Jackson at the tight end position to the running back spot. Jordan Howard, you know, once upon a time, those first three years in Chicago— one of the most productive players in the NFL. He and Emmett Smith, the top two producing running backs those first three years. Pro Bowl, 
for Howard. But that kind of ended that success. He came to Philadelphia via a trade in 2019, played very well. Miles Sanders and he combined really nicely in the backfield for the first half of the season. Then his shoulder injury has taken a lot out of Howard's NFL career. Last year, he started the year with the Dolphins and then returned to the Eagles limited time all season. And in the offseason, he admitted he faced a crossroads. What am I going to do here? Should I continue my career? Should I think about other things? So what he did, he, he got in shape. He got in the best shape of his life. He's come here. He's had a very, very good training camp. Let's talk with Eagles running back Jordan Howard making a bid for a roster spot. We welcome you to our continuing coverage of the Philadelphia Eagles 2021 training camp. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro here at the NovaCare Complex with running back Jordan Howard a couple days after the preseason opener. Um, Phil, how'd you do? Uh, I feel like I did well uh, with the, the reps I had. I didn't have that many, but I tried to focus in on the special team reps since that was new to me, but I feel like I'm getting that down pretty well. Coach Nick raved about your your blitz pickup, your pass pro. Let's let's go through it. Tell me about it. If you drilled the guy. I'm, you, you hadn't been able to hit a whole lot of people out here in camp. That must have felt great. Yeah, that was definitely my first contact in a while since we haven't been really doing uh, any contact in practice. But um, my first guy, he stepped up. Uh, I saw he wasn't blitzing, so I uh, leaked out to see the other guy. And it was, like, quick, so I just had to get on him, and I didn't think I was going to hit him that hard. <laughs> Are you uh, somebody who's gotten better through the course of your career at, at Pass Pro? Oh, definitely. I feel like uh, like when I was a rookie, my head was spinning. Didn't really know what to do. Didn't know who Why? was coming. Why? Why is it so hard? Because you don't know where they're coming from? Um, it's because they disguise it real well. And because in college, you weren't really asked to do that much. So um, it makes you a little nervous. So I think that's a big thing. But uh, once you've been in the league for a few years, you get it down, and it becomes easier. Well, when you're young, you don't think about it because you're getting the football all the time. And so you don't really have to develop the skills. Now you get to the NFL. Is that the most kind of that running backs have to learn the most difficult part of the understanding of the job responsibility? You you can run, score a bunch of touchdowns, but you got to be able to block too. I definitely feel like that's probably the biggest uh, adjustment for running backs coming into the league because, uh, like I said, in college you weren't asked to do that. Um, so you got to definitely log in, uh, dig in on that because if you can't protect the quarterback, they're not really going to put you in because the run plays, they're easy to pick up. I mean, the pass plays, they're kind of difficult, but once you learn the concepts, it gets easier, but definitely protecting the quarterback is the biggest thing. Jordan, I find it interesting, your mindset coming into this camp. I mean, the story is that you felt that 2020 not didn't go your way, a humbling experience, not sure if you wanted to continue. Can you take us through the and what people can learn from, hey, when, thing, when things don't go your way, you can stop or you can fight back. And what was going through your mind this whole time? Uh, yeah, 2020 was a difficult, difficult year for me, uh, football-wise, but... I just had to uh, look myself in the mirror, like, uh, see what I had to work on. Like, I can't blame other people. I had to see, like, where I went wrong last year and what I could fix. So just tried to get myself uh, just work out in the best shape I could be, uh, just come in great shape, great weight, um, just give myself a chance. When you looked in the mirror, you saw somebody who wasn't in the kind of physical conditioning that you wanted to be in? Is that what you're talking about? Oh, yeah, definitely, because last year I was coming off the injury, so I kind of let that affect me. Um, I couldn't work out how I wanted to, so I kind of let that get to me, and I just didn't put myself in the best uh possible shape I could be in so I feel like that affected me so I just wanted to uh, not have that affect me this year at this level is it can it can something like conditioning be the difference between being a good player and being out of the league oh definitely because if you're not the weight they want you at because you might think it doesn't matter but uh once you like once you learn and stuff you think they're against you but once you learn you know that you need to be at a certain weight so you can move a certain way. As, as you get older, you slow down, so you definitely have to keep the weight off, too. Did you take off a significant amount of weight? Um, I took off a little bit of weight. I wasn't uh, really much, but like I said, a lot doesn't make 
that you don't think it makes much, much of a difference, but it really does. And do you feel more uh, like you got more wiggle out here? Got a little more burst? I mean, what? How do you feel it physically out on the field? Oh, I definitely feel a lot better. And then last year I was in Miami, so <laughs> the heat in practice was 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 pretty bad. But this year we had pretty good weather. Uh, today it was pretty hot, but I definitely feel like I just move around all around better. Jordan, the the humbling experience of being in the NFL. Um, what have you learned about yourself through your career? Um, that I can uh, handle adversity. Um, I started off well with my career. Uh, and the things started like going down a little bit, but uh, you know I'm still here, so I still got a chance to uh, finish my career how I want to. So that's what I, I try to take control of. That. I, I would say you started out really well. Three years in Chicago, Pro Bowl. You and Zeke were the most productive running backs in the league. Um, if you could go back to that time, knowing what you know now, would you have treated yourself differently, your body differently? From one year to the next? Um, yeah, I definitely would have treated my body differently. But um, as as you make mistakes, you learn lessons. So um, I feel like I wasn't ready to learn those lessons at that time. So um, I definitely like feel if I knew what I knew now, I would be in a better in a better position. But uh, the past is the past, so you can't really dwell on that. How's this offense coming along? What, what do you like about the offense? We have not seen it. We won't see it until the first game of the season against Atlanta. But tell us what you got going in, X's and O's to go along with the Jimmys and the Joes. Well, it's coming along pretty well. Uh, they're, they're pretty running back friendly, I feel like. Uh, they actually do a lot, pass, pass pro, uh, route running, and, of course, running the ball. But I feel like the offense is going to be very versatile. Uh, and I feel like we can disguise the limit, really. Are you feeling pressure, good pressure, from the competition in that room, knowing that you have nothing guaranteed? Um, yeah, I'm definitely feeling pressure. Uh, we all feel pressure because we're all trying to push each other each and every day. We're not really worried about roles. We're just trying to come out and get better each and every day. So uh, give, our, give, our, give ourselves a chance, like whether we're on this team or another team. So we're just trying to put a good film out. You started the preseason opener. Miles didn't play. Uh, thought on that surprised to you expected it what, what was going kind of going through your mind um yeah it was definitely surprised to me they told me right before the game because miles was gonna play then they told me he wasn't so then coach told me i was going so it was definitely surprised to me but i felt like i had to live pretty well and did it make you feel like hey i must be doing pretty well here the coaches must like what i'm doing in training camp uh maybe a little bit but i can't put too much weight into that uh because it's still it's still a long camp. We still got two more preseason games so i still got like a lot of work to do is there jordan a temptation for young players you know, you've been in the league a few years. You're still a young guy. But is there a temptation for young guys to look ahead to the Patriots coming to town, the Patriots preseason game, things that happen down the road where in the NFL you have to stay in the moment? Um, Yeah, definitely. As a young guy, I feel like you try to look too far ahead uh, too, sometimes. So, uh, like, this year I've just been trying to take everything one day at a time, like get through one day, and then I worry about the next day when it comes. So that's the, like, the approach I'm taking this year, like taking it one day at a time. Did you take meditation or anything? Like, how do you learn to retrain your brain? Um. I don't really do meditation, but I'm really just talking to myself uh, daily when I wake up, like, okay, this is today. We're going to focus on today, and then we'll worry about tomorrow when it gets there. And after the next, after the day passes, I don't really worry about it. A self-reminder in the past, maybe you just got up and went about it and didn't think about it. Now you kind of pause and say, this is what I'm going to accomplish today. Yeah, definitely. Like, sometimes you just try to get through it, just like, I'm going to get through this day, and then, then the off day is the, is the next day. So if I can just look, look ahead to the off day, I can push through, but... Now I'm just trying to take them one at a time. There are a few off days in this training camp. What what do you do for fun? Do you do? I mean, is an off day just lay around and do nothing? Um, off day, you, you definitely rest, uh, get a massage, uh, get a little treatment. Um, you work out a little bit so you can have a little uh, conditioning and stuff when you get back off the off day. So um, I lay around a little bit, but not too much. But I try to definitely get a lot of rest. Catch up on your reality TV, anything like nothing nah, like that? I haven't really been watching TV as much. It's all football, isn't it? Yeah. Is it is it is it studying the game plan, studying the language of the playbook? Um, yeah, I feel like I got the uh, playbook down pretty well, but I can still keep learning more. But 
Um, just like even when I watch other football games, I don't really watch the study. I watch as a fan. Then <laughs> the Patriots come to town. Uh, will will it be great to see other players on defense who are not wearing midnight green? I mean, you know all of these players. You know everything they do. Yeah, it'll definitely be great. Like in the game, it was great seeing other people uh, not wearing the same colors as us. So it was definitely great. And it was fun to go out and hit somebody uh, for the first time. So I'm looking forward to it. Good stuff, Jordan Howard. Thanks so much for joining. Thank you. Good luck this week when the Patriots come to town and then preseason game number two against New England Thursday night at Lincoln Financial Field. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro. Thanks for joining us. Kenny Gainwell didn't play football last year at the University of Memphis. COVID-19 taking some of his family members away. It was a very serious matter. The Eagles obviously checked on his tape prior to that, watched him in a, the, uh, over the winter workouts, the all-star performances, the pro days. Hey, guess what? He's pretty good. Fourth round draft pick. Kenny is here. And hey, look, he catches the football great. Uh, he runs the ball well. And so far, so good for this young fourth round draft pick who we meet right now, one-on-one. Our continuing coverage of the Philadelphia Eagles training camp 2021 here at the NovaCare Complex. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro with a new Kenny G. Kenny Gainwell, Eagles rookie running back. Kenny G, smooth Kenny G. Oh, yeah. Is that, is that you? Yeah, yeah, I'm smooth Kenny G. Are you a smooth operator? Oh, yeah. Yeah? You see me moving. I do. See, oh, uh, yeah. Well, listen, I, I, that's what we're here to talk about um, in part. The, the thing that's very striking about you is how natural it seems to be as we watch you, particularly catching the football. How do you develop those skills? Um, just over time, you know, um, I used to be a quarterback back in the day in high school. So just getting that that feeling of catching the ball every time on the center snap it to me. So it developed over time as I transitioned to playing receiver in 707. And then just going from there to Memphis, you know, and just catching the ball every day in practice. So, so until you were at Memphis, you were not really a, a full-time running back? Yeah, I was a full-time running okay, back. Okay, but you were, yeah. you were catching the ball a lot, but, too. Yeah, we had a position that was called the four-back, so we get split out a lot. Is that kind of what they're doing here in terms of just moving you? It seems like they're very comfortable moving you around the formation. Yeah, sort of, kind of. You know, it's just moving me all over the place, knowing where I can be. Um, they know I can catch the ball real good, so just moving me around. All right, so for the lesson for all the young football players out there, what are the keys to catching a football? It's not just as easy as putting your hands out there. No, nah, you got to work on it. It's just the hand strength, you know, you got to be strong with your fingers and stuff. You, know, you got to be strong with your hands. And then look it in and t- high and tight. Yeah, that focus on, you know, just creating a picture every time you catch the ball. You know, every time you catch the ball, it got to be the same picture every time, every time you catch it. Um, how do you make your fingers stronger? Uh, so it's just a hand gripper, you know, you, you can go to Target anywhere, you know, just get the hand grip and just squeeze, work on each finger as you're working. I mean, I was going to suggest, because we're going to talk a little bit about your, your multimedia skills here, that maybe you like do like push-ups upstairs or like show us, <laughs> show us exactly how strong those fingers are. Man, it's just, man, just working. You can do anything. We're working in sand, just anything, rocks. I like it. Kenny, how has the football part of it been? It, it had been a year off for you. I mean, was there a period of time when Rust, you had to knock Rust off? Um, nah, so ever since I, the opt-out, man, I, I was, I've been at it for seven months straight. I couldn't wait to get back on the field. Right, I can imagine. Yeah, I, can I couldn't imagine. wait. So once it, once I got right back on the field, man, it felt like normal. You know what I'm saying? It felt like I've been out there for seven months straight, you know, doing what I've been doing. For those who don't know, why did you opt out of football last year at Memphis? Uh, I opted out because of, I had family pass on COVID. Okay. And how difficult was the whole experience for you, losing people that you love 
and then kind of losing the game that you love as well. Yeah, it was kind of tough. I had to, you know, I had to sit back and realize, you know, my family come first. You know what I'm saying? Family do come first, with, you know, throughout everything. So I had to sit back and realize, you know, hey, I lost a lot of people. Did, did as far as football goes, did you go to the games? Did nah. you watch from the sidelines? Were you back in your in your apartment or yeah, dorm? Yeah, I was in my apartment. I was in my apartment. I mean, how what was it like watching football games? It was hard. Now I'm sitting, there, I'm sitting there in front of the TV every Saturday. I was like, dang, you missed that hole. Dang, you missed, you missed dropped the ball. You, you know what I'm saying? He's supposed to be doing it. He's supposed to be doing that. You know, I was coaching from behind the screen. Uh, for you, Kenny, I always wondered like if you take a year off from football. How quickly do you get instincts back? How quickly do you get your burst back? So how, how did you not lose any of that stuff and, in fact, make yourself better? How, like, what did you do on a daily basis to train? Was it all about just training for the draft? Uh, no, nah, it wasn't all about just training for the draft. It was, training, it was all about training for what's come next, you know. Um, like, I wasn't exactly just going out training for 440. I was going out doing running routes. I was running, like, going against barrels and stuff like that, like, teaching myself, you know, how to simulate a game, you know, as, you know, like, wow, I'm and, out there by myself. And was somebody throwing the football to you? Yeah, I had my trainer out there throwing with me. I had a couple guys, a couple guys from the NFL that was, you know, that was, like, off, like, didn't get picked up, something like that. So they was out there with me, you know, we just out there simulating game. All right, so tell me what training camp is like for you. How do you feel you're doing preseason? All, just give me the give me the Kenny G update. Man, this is all what I dreamed about, you know, um, being out here with guys that, you know, I I, I kind of like, you know, seen on TV, like it's just a dream come true. And just being out there, catching the ball, doing what I love to do, you know, running hard, running fast, man, it just feel good. Are you up to speed? Are you as good as you were at Memphis? Are you better than you oh, were yeah. at Memphis? Oh, yeah, for sure. Why? Oh, man, just the, the burst of speed, just my route running, the way I catch the ball, how everybody say, Everybody probably not see me in practice, but I practice without any gloves. You know, I train my hands during practice so that when it comes to a game, you know, I'll be better. So you know, I kind of just train myself. Wait a minute. You practice with gloves on? I practice without gloves. Without, without gloves, then you play with the gloves on. Yeah. And what is that? That's another part of strengthening yeah, your... Yeah, that's another part of strengthening your hands. If you catch the ball bare, then you know you can catch the ball with gloves. On, on the jugs machine, how many do you catch a day? Uh, I catch about 500. I try to get each angle about 20 each. Wow. So what do you think is going to happen next for Kenny G here? I mean, is it just is your mind just so locked in on the day that you don't even think about what's going to happen in two months or nah, one month? I don't think about what's I always think about what's going on right now. Do you feel like you have put yourself in a good position to make the team? Do you think you've made the team? I put my I think I put myself in a good position to make the team. And I'm just still working each and every day to hopefully I make this team. What are you doing, Kenny, when you're not at the Novacare Complex, when you are uh, kind of relaxing and just letting yourself decompress? <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm just chillaxing, either playing the game or talking to my mom. Uh, but other than that, I'm just chilling. Have your family members been able to celebrate your time in the NFL yet? Yeah. Preseason game yeah, on Thursday night? Yeah, they came to the game Thursday. So they was here. Um, they were here all weekend. And, you know, we, we enjoyed a, a great time. Awesome. You know, they, they, my dad was so proud of me, um, you know, just at least being out there on that field, getting a chance to see me back in uniform, playing ball, doing what I love to do. And, of course, if you if you have something to say to your parents, please do so. Without them, you wouldn't be here, right? Like, I'm sure they supported you so much through all these years of playing football. Yeah, this game will real. I love y'all. Y'all know I'm here to do, do my job, and I can't appreciate you, you guys enough. I right, thank y'all.
I love it. Um, Kenny, let's talk a little bit about what you do off the field too. I know you are into the world of multimedia with Twitch, with YouTube channel. Wh- where can people find it and what will they see when they get there? Yeah, so you can find me on Twitch at KennethG19 and you can find me on YouTube at Kenneth Gainwell. Man, I just post, I really just post my um, Twitch from my from my Twitch onto my YouTube, you know, just different cutoffs of me just playing the game and like just doing what I do. Is football everything to you? Like, is this is this something that you have just loved and loved and loved since you were a kid? Yeah, so I, I said it to my girlfriend last night uh, about my brother too. You know, my brother been the one that always worked and like always did everything, but I was the one that was always like all all about football. I like never had a job. Like I like just always played football. So, I mean, I think football is very important to me. Obviously. Did you have a plan B if football didn't work out for you? Nah, not really, but I think I was going to be a cop. I had I was in criminal justice in college, right. so that was probably going to be the second. All right, so if I go to your YouTube channel, I'm look, you're going to show me instructional or is this going to be highlight videos of... Uh, so, uh, so I vlog too. I vlog too. I have a, like a fishing video. I have pranks of me and my dad on there, my older brother. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, and I have, like, gameplay on there. I have, like, five videos on there okay. right now. I'm, I'm just started. Yeah, and I know you're a big gamer, right? Like, what, what's the world of gaming? Because like, I was watching the Olympics, and I thought to myself, as an old guy, how much longer before gaming is an Olympic sport? Like, is this is going to happen, is yeah, it not? Yeah, it's eventually going to happen. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of, like, big matches played with people, but eventually I think it's going to happen because, you know... A lot of people make a lot of money during gaming and stuff like that. But is I think it, it's going to happen. In the locker room, is there a big gaming competition going on at all? Or do you see that happening? Um, I think it Would you like to throw down the gauntlet to anybody? Yeah, so we, we have a lot of basketball like things going on, like ping pong, like that. But not like video games inside of it, but we, we play a lot of ping Step pong. Up. It's, a lot, it's a lot of competition. We compete, connect all day every day who wins all the competitions man defense been going at it with us man we've been we've been trying to get on on defense tail but offense we coming up how do you feel kenny last one here like just being welcomed into back into the game of football back into a locker room you're a rookie i mean i know that you have to get the readers water ice every now and then but like in general do you have have the guys really brought you in with open arms and and embraced you yeah i feel i feel so comfortable and welcome here and it's been amazing. I, I can't, I can't, I can't explain. You know, the emotion. You know, I have like just being welcomed to a team where people really love you. You know, and like they care about you. You know, and a city too. You know, so I appreciate everyone. Yeah, man. And you're back on the football field, which is your home it's away amazing. from home. It's where you yeah. love to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I love it. Good stuff, Kenny Gainwell. Kenny G, thank you for joining me here. Eagles insider Dave Spadaro from the Novacare Complex are continuing coverage of Philadelphia Eagles training camp 2021. Thanks to Kenny Gainwell for that. Now let's turn it over to the alumni section here. John Dornbos, Pro Bowl, Eagles long snapper, all-around great guy, a pillar in the community. Since his career ended, of course, we know he's been a nationally known magician, motivational speaker. His show combines both of those elements. And he's in town in Atlantic City on Friday night and I had a chance to catch up with him to talk about the show to talk about what the last 17 months have been for the great John Dorenboss. John Dorenboss, you're coming back to town. Um, so let's start with that. Uh, Friday night, two shows at the Borgata. Um, what kind of message are you going to have for these people, these uh, people who have been for the last 17 months living a very difficult life? Yeah, it's time to get out, right? It's time to connect, time to hang out. And so what we're going to do here is it's inspiring, it's motivating. 
Uh, if you bring the family, bring whoever you want, bring a date. I promise you it's going to be a good time. Uh, I saw Jay Leno at the Music Box when I first signed with the Eagles way back in the day, and I love that venue. So to constantly uh, be invited back and to keep playing that room, I love it. It's the coolest theater in town. John, what is, I mean, your, your life is now kind of ideally hitting the road and bringing a great positive message to people. So were you able to do that virtually during this COVID-19 pandemic? Yeah, you know, it was crazy because my, my core business has been keynote speaking at like the conventions. And so uh, the virtual keynote speaking industry, it, it, it took off. So we, we built a studio at my house and uh, we were able to stay super busy. And believe it or not, to be able to do magic virtually uh, while still performing, while still interacting, while still connecting, uh, had a great time doing it. But probably like everybody else, it was fun while it lasted, but it's time to get back on the back on the road and back on the stage. Do you feel like you made a difference for people who were really, really, really struggling during that time? Yeah, I mean that that that's that's kind of the the, the point, right? That's what I love to do is is to share and and uh, to hopefully inspire people and to to make people realize that the way we talk to ourselves, the things that we do. So to me, no matter what happens, I always tell myself this: this isn't happening to me. This is happening for me. Doesn't matter what the situation is. Doesn't matter if I agree with it. Doesn't matter if I want to be in that situation. But what that's what it does when I say that it it gets me to kind of not pay attention to the negative, and it gets me to focus on what's the positive of this situation. What can I get out of this? And it it, it soon will pass. Uh, and so to be able to share messages, to be able to share the way I talk to myself, to be able to share um, all these things with people and have them communicate back to me on how I made a difference, dude, it's one of the greatest things in the world, man. It feels great. Now, have you challenged yourself, John, during this COVID time? with new magic have you have you explored the the new is there is there a new litany of 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 magic trips that you, tr- tricks that you've got up your sleeve great question uh so for a little while i shut it down uh look we were grinding right we were on the road and so i was just a dad and i loved every second and then towards uh the middle end we started to create new tricks started to create new material and so uh you know there's new material in the show which i'm proud of um and so if you've seen my show before you're going to see some different things and uh, but yeah, you're always, always pushing the envelope, baby. Well, I've seen your show before and it's an amazing show and it's a remarkable show because of the magic. Um, now look, I'm sitting here at the Novacare complex, John, we're in the middle of training camp. You know what the Patriots are in town, you know, you know what it's like. Um, what was it like if you can describe the football side of things and do you miss it at all? Uh, of course, I, yes, I do miss it. Uh, and believe it or not, I was one of those people that liked training camp. Now I was a long snapper, so I, I didn't hit and do as much physically as a lot of people, which is probably why I enjoyed it. But I liked getting away with the guys. I liked hanging out. I liked, you know, the cafeteria, the meeting rooms. I just, I liked being around people like you, Spuds, and, uh, and, and just everybody, right? And you, you can't fake liking people, and I, lo- I love people. And so I miss it. I miss the game. I miss the camaraderie. Um, but training camps are grind, and, and it's exciting to see what's going to happen. And now, look, here's the deal. Everybody asks me, John, how are the Eagles going to be? How are the Eagles going to be? You and I both know. Until week one, until the, the defenses are bringing the blitzes and the reads and, the, and all that is live, you don't really know. So you try and stay healthy. You try and continue to get better. You try and grow the chemistry in the locker room and on the field. And then you just unleash fury on week one. I, I agree. I will just say this. I believe this. if the offensive line is solid and the defensive line is solid and healthy, then you have a shot. You know, you're ready to go. Like, if you can win on the line of scrimmage, you really do have a shot in this game. And then special teams, of course, you got to be good. And if you can be great, that wins games for you as well. Yeah, dude, uh, first of all, you nailed it. And anybody that, that disagrees is wrong. 
your offense and defense align win championships. If the offense align can keep a quarterback healthy, you got a shot. And, and let's be honest, right? There's been a lot of okay quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls, but guess what? The offensive line gave him time. The offensive line kept him healthy. And then you, you got continuity throughout the year. So uh, I agree. Special teams, special teams just got to be consistently good throughout the season, right? Don't lose games. Continue to put your, uh, your, your team in a position, a good field position, and then just let your O-line go and, and give the running back a shot. Like, look, people talk about Emmitt Smith. Well, let's talk about the line that Emmitt Smith had, right? So it makes a big, big difference. I like that. John Dorbos, football analyst. Maybe we can add that to the show. Hey, <laughs> well, welcome back to Philly. Once again, uh, tell the fans where they can see you, how they can get tickets, and what they can expect on Friday. Yeah, Friday night we're doing two shows, 7.30 and 10.30 at the Music Box at uh, Borgata. You can go to Ticketmaster.com. You can go to TheBorgata.com to get your tickets. We will be there. If you're not there, you're wrong. I promise you it's going to be a rock star time. It's going to be motivating. It's going to be inspiring. It's going to be funny. Uh, it's going to be uh, amazing magic. It's going to be interactive. So bring the family. Bring whoever you want. Borgata, Friday night. John, great job. And, and again, for anybody who hasn't been to a John Dormaugh show, you are missing something special. It is an awesome time. So Friday night, that's the place to be, the music box. At the Borgata, John Dornbach, great to talk to you, and thanks. Hey, I love you, Dad. That'll do it for this episode of the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial. We appreciate our support from the Lincoln Financial Group. The Eagles at Lincoln Financial Field on Thursday night. We'll have our next podcast earlier in the day as we preview that game. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro. Thanks to Peter Kelly, Julie McLaughlin, and Ray Doyle for their work. Thanks to all of you for joining. If you have a moment to give us a five-star review or any review, we please... We accept that. We love that. We appreciate that. That is in the details section of your podcast library. Thanks for joining, everyone. Eagles insider Dave Spadaro saying thanks again. Have yourselves a great Eagles day. And as always, fly, Eagles, fly. E-A-T-L-E-S!